No, I was watching Coach Carter the other day. Yeah. And it made me want to go outside. Well, not outside, to a gym since it's cold as hell outside. But That's to like nice. a gym. All right, good catch. And play a quick, you know, 21 real quick. You know what I mean? Okay. Then I thought about it, and I was like, bruh, I can't do that no more, man. I'm old, bro. Like, I got to play with some guys that's about my age. I, I can't. I realize I'm at that part of my life now. Well, I can't. I, yeah, no, nah, bro. Bro, I'm two years younger than you. I ain't trying to hear Three years younger than you. I ain't trying to hear that, bro. Mm. Like, I'm not trying to hear that. Mm, son, I'm not go, I'm not going to lie. You might be right, though. I think you're right, though. Like, I think I'm trying to notice that, too. Like, I used to play. Uh, I'm trying to play with the people at my job. Like, they have, like, a group of guys who get together and play ball. Um. And after them games, I'll be feeling feeling it feels, it feels different. It feels different. It feels different. It had me sick though, cause one time I was playing, bro, and somebody I went up for a rebound. Somebody came up under me, bro. I was sick. I was like, hey, hey, come on. This is like, and then it, so then they like, when you coming back? I'm like, every time I think about coming back, I think about how I almost rolled my ankle, broke my foot, and I'm like. I'm not, I'm not, I ain't come out here for this. This ain't the league, bro. Like, That's what I'm saying, league. man. Like, you got to play with people that just, they got the same intentions as you. Like, yo, we just playing. Play a little bit of defense, you right. know what I mean? But that's it. We, right. we, ain't, we ain't trying to get scouted. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're not 16, 17-year-olds just trying to make it to the league. No, like, it's not win at all costs. It's win at some cost. Not great, though. Yeah, at half court. I'm not doing full court. And no <laughs> I'm not. I'm not full course for the cardio, bro. Half course for the skill. If you if you trying to play a skilled game, that's half court. If you trying to play a like a like a game and get your cardio up, that's full court. So I feel you. I don't really want to play full mm, court for real because mm. I feel like if you put me in a half court set, I'm gonna give you about five buckets. You put me in a full court set, I'm gonna get about two points. So exactly, bro. And it's like I, like I was watching it, bro, and because you know, like you've seen Coach Carter before, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he was just telling him, like, yo, y'all finna run suicides for an hour. <laughs> no, for an hour and 15. Bro, I looked at that, and it, it triggered me. It brought me back to my high school days of playing basketball and coach saying, yeah, just run suicides till I get tired of looking at y'all run. Bruh. You don't really know how much time time is until you're doing a physical activity. You know what I'm saying? Hey, okay. Whether it's sports or you in an unfortunate accident where you outside fighting or something like that, mm-hmm. like five minutes of whatever, mountain yeah. climbers, push-ups, sprints, suicide, five minutes, just five. Like, like that's real time. That, <laughs> you, you feel every second. It's just like, okay. it's like, yo, and I just think about that, like an hour and 15 minutes of running suicides, bro. That's that, that triggered me, bro. That triggered me. If anybody doesn't know what a suicide is, so you got a basketball court, right? And there's the baseline, there's the free throw line, there's the three-point line, and then there's half court. And then on the opposite side of the court, it's the same thing, just mirrored, right? So with suicides, you have to run, starting from the baseline, to half court, touch the line, you Ooh. can't just run to Ooh, it. I'm sorry, you said half court? Not half court, my bad, my bad. I was about to bad. say, bro, you had it easy then. My bad, my bad, my bad. You have to run to uh, uh, um, free throw. Free throw. Slap the ground. And then run back to baseline. Then take the baseline to three point. Three point back to baseline. And you do this all the way till you get to the other side of the baseline on the other end of the court. And then you sprint back. And that is, content- that is considered one 
suicide. Bruh. An hour and 15 minutes of that? Yeah, that'll oh. hurt you. That'll hurt you. Get, hey, listen. Coach Carter was doing that in a different time, bruh. <laughs> Kids these days ain't built for that, bruh. I, you know why I know that? Because my generation really wasn't built like that. <laughs> my generation was barely built like that. Man, bro. I know these kids ain't built like that. Nah, bro. Like, these kids will make a TikTok about how how, how their heart was broken when coach, coach said get on the line. Oh, man, bro. And then running stairs. Did you did you ever have to run stairs? Hmm? You ever have to run stairs? No. No, we didn't, do, we didn't really do the stairs running, no. Yeah, running stairs is a different kind of animal, bro. You realize just how many stairs you got in your school. Yeah, it's tough. Like, if you got, like, three or four stories in your school and you look at that stairwell that you just walk every day and you don't think nothing of it, just running up and down them for 30 minutes, it's different. I did, I did, uh, I ran up sand dunes one time, though. Sand dunes? That's hard. That's, like, stairs, but in sand with resistance bands. Those are, those are hard. What sport was you doing that for? Oh, uh, we was just doing that just on the side, like, like. From my pops or something like that on the weekends, we just did that from the time for training or something like that. It yeah. was, it was difficult. Say the least. Sand dunes. Man, I remember one time when I was playing, they tried to make us do, uh, track in the preseason to get us conditioned. Cardio. Yeah. Bruh. One for you. Bruh. No man. Cause listen, I don't. I hate running. Okay. Like when I want to run, it's like. I don't know. Like I'm just doing it out of fun, and it only lasts maybe about three seconds. It's like <laughs> a, it's like a cheetah, right? A cheetah, I can run for like eight seconds, and like, all right, bro, I'm I'm cool. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I hate running, man. I hate running. So when they say, "Yo, we gotta sign up for track," and you automatically on the team since you're on the basketball team, you know what I mean? So you're helping out the school with filling out the roster for track, and it's also gonna help you condition you, get your cardio up for the basketball season. It's just like. I ain't signed up for all this. Like, coaches, man, bro, I could tell you stories. Coaches would try their best. And I understand it was all to try to push you to be better. But they would make you do a bunch of things which you didn't even want to do to try to prepare you for that next level. And it's just like, we can't do this no other way. <laughs> it's tough, bro. What sports did you play in high school? Basketball. Or- I ran, so I did the same thing where I ran cross country. Right before, which is like the three mile, like five Ks every week, every day, every week, um, for like a couple months, and I did track and field, uh, pretty consistently like every year. That was pretty much it though. Oh, we had flag football, but I don't even like bringing that up because I feel like a less of a man for that. <laughs> they just didn't have football in my school, so I'm like, I might as well do something. I have never seen a flag football game, so I've, I've, I, so from my understanding, in order to get tackled, they have to take the flag off of you. Yep. Yeah, that's trash. Yeah, it's not it's not that great. It's not that great. Also, it's much easier to grab somebody up than it is to grab a little bitty flag. Like that's hand eye coordination that like some of us are not blessed with. And it makes you look real fooly when you like reaching out, you can't grab it and then you end up tumbling. It's really annoying. Where is the flag located at? Around their waist. So sometimes the better thing to do is just reach for they reach for their waist and just grab it like that. Um so but yeah, that's what it is. Uh yeah, flag football is not for the it's it's yeah. Yeah, my mom probably still wouldn't let me play no flag football, bro. 
Because I think I told you this. Like, I wanted to play football. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted to play football when I was younger, but my mom looked at me like, you're not doing that. And at the time, it was just like, I really want to do this. But she's like, yo, you're going to get hurt. And in my mind, it's just like, well, I could get hurt in basketball. But obviously, you know, she was looking at things from different perspective, like, no, you're going to get hurt. But I snuck off and I played football one time at the park, and I only played one. Once in my life have I ever played football. I got tackled. Obviously, it wasn't like no NFL kind of tackles we was doing out yeah. there. But, like, we was tackling each other without equipment on and everything else. It was fun. I loved it. You know what I mean? But How old are you, though? Oh, high school. Yeah, it's not really fun when you get to high school and niggas just running at like <laughs> 30 miles per hour trying to hit you, bro. <laughs> like, I believe it. I, I believe it. Um, yeah, I don't think I would have made a career out of it. I would have like probably played it for like maybe a year um, in high school. Because one thing about football is like y'all play in whatever weather. And for me, since I already hate running, yeah, I especially hate running in the cold. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but my chest be on fire, lungs be on fire, and like three seconds flat, and I just started running. Yeah. As opposed to when it's hot outside, and that only starts happening after, you know, 15, 20 minutes or whatever activity that I'm doing. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, man. I can't imagine getting tackled in cold weather like that, though. Like somebody helmet running to your arm. Going fat when it's when it's freezing outside, but that would hurt so bad. As soon as I walked outside the house, my thighs was like, "Hey, bro, we ain't really, we ain't really spending. We gonna chill out today. We gonna chill out today. We gonna let you work. We gonna, you gonna have to work today. We done." Like, cause I was looking at uh some of those. Well, not the full games, but like some of those football games. I think one of those games was like a snow game or something like that. And they was just on the sideline, and like some big blankets when they went out on the field, and I'm just like, that blanket ain't doing. They got heaters on there now, though. Like they got heaters, and they got the little quilted like like jacket jacket joints. Like, well, they got to figure it out a little bit. It's not great, but it's not doing like it's doing mu- much more than like a blanket is. I mean, if you can pay multi millions of dollars to be out there, bro, then you know I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hold be you. Out there, be out yeah, there. you know I'd be out there too. I wouldn't like it, but I'd be out there. You know, saying you paying me three mil a year. We love seeing black men get paid, do we not? Exactly. Exactly, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Reset the Vibe Podcast. I am one of your hosts. I'm Vash. This is Cam. And we are, obviously, we're missing Darius. Darius is not here this week with us. Why? Yeah, no. This was more like, more than the fact that he wasn't here. That sounded like a real question. That wasn't a real question. (laughs) No, uh, hopefully he'll be back with us next week. Um, So we just rock it with just the both of us. It's cool. It's cool. So, how's your week, man, bro? Man, man, we should have callers call in and ask us questions. You know, that's not a bad idea. But we can't do that, though. Yeah, we can't do that, because I don't know. Because we're not live on the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, what are you going to ask me? How's your week been? Uh, Solid. Solid. I just, you know, I want to, I don't know. I just, I work. I went to work. It's very, oh. like, this is a very boring, regular week, I feel like. So it's mm. no, there's nothing about this week that was like, oh, yeah, this cool thing happened. It was just like, no, nah, I feel like everyday Joe this week, like, went to work. That's it. How about you? Um, It's been inspiring, bro. It's been uplifting. Um, Talk about it. Let's go. Like, I, uh, so I was watching uh, my, uh, 
So the church I'm a part of called Epic, and it's an online-only church, right? Okay. So we don't have a physical building. So on Sunday, um, my pastor was uh, preaching online or whatnot, and because um, we're in a series right now called uh, More God, More No, More Money and More God, right? Okay. Um, so basically, without going into the whole spiel of the sermon and everything else like that, the whole thing is that um, since if you're walking in your purpose, right, and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're, you, what you're doing is lining up with what God would want you to do, right? Sure. Um, if that's the case, then God is always going to um, supply you with what you need to do what he wants you to do and if that's a thing that requires money then that's going to be provided for you there's more context to that plus scriptures and everything else i'm pretty sure i'm butchering the beautiful the beautiful service that it was but with that being said we fast forward to yesterday because we had a bible study and then he went into it further and it was just really enlightening um, for what I want to do, right? Because I, I struggled at least for the last year of what it is I'm supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? Like, I know what I'm good at. I know what I excel at. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's a natural talent, God-given talent, whatever, something that I built upon myself that I want and sought out and got better at whatever the case may be. But it was always like, all right, so what am I going to do with this? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so right now, all of that is pointing towards my book. And for the longest, I've just been having this, uh, this, this feeling on my heart is just like, yo, book needs to get done. No matter what it is, you just need to get it done. And I'm at, well, I was at this point where I was just sick and tired of looking at it because I'm, I'm writing almost every day. Right. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm typing away and I'm coming up with these ideas as I go along while I'm writing it and all of these things. And it's become daunting. So I sat and I prayed about it. I'm just like, yo, God, can I have like the passion for this back? Cause I, I, this is what I want to do. But right now, it's like, it's not even writer's block. It's just, I I don't, I don't feel like doing all of this. Yeah. But after hearing, you know, after being in Bible study yesterday and everything, and everything my pastor was talking about and breaking down, it's just like, bruh, like, this is what I want to do. And in order for me to get to that, in order to get to what God has for me next, I just got to do it. And as simple as that sounds, that was motivating for me. You know what I'm saying? That was encouraging for me. Because it's just like, it's, 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 it's what I want. It's what I pray for. You know what I'm saying? So I got, I got, I guess, my groove back in, in writing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I got, like, a release date in mind already because my pastor asked me, all right. He asked me, like, on the spot. Like, so what's the due date? Like, like what's your plan, you know, action on getting this out the door ooh, and I didn't think I didn't have a solid release date in my mind mm-hmm. but when he asked me it there was an instant date in my mind mm-hmm. so now that I have that and now that I told him that now there's 
I guess it's pressure, but like it's the good kind of pressure to where it's like, all right, I got a deadline of getting this out the door. And in order for me to reach the deadline, that means this, 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 this has to happen before it goes out the door. Mm-hmm. So that means, means I need to get on my ground and do it. Yeah. And on top of me, knowing that I need to get on my ground and do it, there's a newfound win in my sales of writing and doing this. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? The encouragement yeah. and everything. So, yeah, bro, it's been uplifting. It's been encouraging, bro. That's what's up. I know that was a long way about going about, you know, it's a podcast, so. Oh, yeah, that's what's up. It's awesome that you can get that inspiration and, and feeling like you got the, the, the jet pack back on or the fuel back in the jet pack. You get it yes, going. sir. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. So, last week, there, we, we talked about the mac and cheese thing. We're not going to get back into the mac and cheese thing. People had opinions about that, bro. Like oh, it, you like, it, like you heard about it. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like okay. it, like like it was it was it was even more than me calling out Madea. Speaking of which, this is off on a tangent. So I have not watched Daddy's Little Girls. Right? Okay. It's on the to do list. Okay. Because okay? I decided after y'all sat up there and said like, well, yo, if I know if I know you, if I tell you to watch a movie, it's gonna take you about a year to watch it. So <laughs> that's fair. That's fair, yeah. but I, know I decided to get out of my comfort zone, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And I decided to get out of my pickiness and my my I'll get out my own way. Okay. And so I decided to put on because like on Hulu, like I was looking at like what you know Tyler Perry movies they had on there. By the way, Tyler Perry has, bro. I would need to Google how many shows and movies that he yeah, that has. Man, that man works. That man works, bruh. That man works. Bruh, I don't understand how he ain't the richest man on the planet because he got revenue coming in from all kinds of shows, bruh. Like, it is ridiculous. But I decided to watch uh, Why Did I Get Married and then Why Did I Get Married too. Ooh, let's go. So I picked, I picked it because, for one, I'm not married yet, right? Right. But I looked at the actors and I'm like, oh, this is a dope cast. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Is, is that Michael J. White? I barely ever see Michael J. White in anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, cool, bet. So I'm watching it, and I'm just like, yo, this is really good. Ah. I mean, there were some things that I felt, you know, I would have done differently, but, like, I watched both of them kind of, like, back-to-back, and, like, it was good. Thank you. <sighs> yup. It was good. Exactly. It was good, so I can't hate on on Tyler Perry movies no more. You know what I'm saying? I just have ones that I just don't like. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna push on something, okay? Because one of your things is you hate the sitcom stuff, right? That right? Mm-hmm. Think about this, bro. You wouldn't say that about Friends, How I Met Your Mother. But white sitcoms are the exact same show done just a little bit differently. That's all Tyler Perry's doing. He's the only one who got black sitcoms, bro. Right that's, now. That's fair. Come on, man. That's fair. Come on, man. So let's let's not let's not put too much heat on him for that, bro. Like That's he's actually fair. making sitcoms for black people instead of making us have to watch whatever NBC putting on, bro. Hey, hey, I, I, you right, you right, bro. Hey, I, I'm, and I, and I, and I would put it, leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there. But that's but you were saying that I was thinking I was to myself like, yo, like he just makes sitcoms for black people. Like that's the same. That's we watch like they buy us watching Friends and all the other stuff like that all the time. So yeah, man. And it's dope because, like, I was looking at some of the shows that he had on there, um, and it's, like, different stuff. Because for me and my ignorance, right, I only saw what 
is I guess the the popular things, right? Yeah. So you got Medea, you got uh Meet the Browns, um, and then you got the other the other T V show he had. What was the one called? Um House of Pain. There we go. He had House of Pain and stuff. So I was only aware of those. Yeah. Right? And it was like, Okay, all right. I I see, you know, it's not terrible, you know, but it's not anything that but no, bro, like he there's like, bro, he got, like, a show called, like, The Oval Office or something like that, bro. Or something dealing with The Oval Office. Yeah, The Oval, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I ain't even never heard of this. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know if it's, like, a sitcom or, like, an actual serious drama show. I think I think it's, like, a drama slash, like, kind of soap opera joint. But, again, I push back on that point. Again, like, like all of, like, Days of Our Lives. What is it? Ch- um, something, uh, General, General Hospital, Hospital, right? Um, That's just white. This is white, white soap operas, and he's just making black soap operas, bro. Like, those are just, it's just, he's making, like, art for us. It's actually our stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that's just something to be, like, something something he, he should be proud of. And we should be proud of him for doing. Because, like, you know, trying to subject us to just thinking that, oh, white culture got it right. No. Like, we could do it. And it can be cool, too. That's facts. That's facts. So, Father Perry, if you ever see this, I apologize. Okay? Hey! I, I, I apologize. I'm, I, look, I took my hat off to you. Like, you... I had you wrong, bro. I had you wrong. I'm still not that big of a fan of the Madea movies, right? But it was harsh to sit up there and say they're the Call of Duty of, of, of movies, all right? So I apologize. Zero. Hey, proud of you, G. It takes, takes a humble heart to do that, bro. It does. It does. I, I was humble, bro. Because like, yeah. I, like I said, man, the first, the first 20, 30 minutes of watching Why Did I Get Married, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to eat my words, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, this is good, man. Um, Did so you watch Daddy's Little Girls, bro. Yeah, yeah, and I and I and I looked at that right. I didn't watch it yet, but I looked at that. and I was like, oh, it's just Elba. Mm. Yeah, Gabrielle Union. Mm. Yeah. So, what would you recommend? You said so, Daddy's Little Girls. What else would you recommend from Tyler Perry? Mm, I mean, that's pretty much. It. Those are my recommendations. I mean, Temptation was kind of cool. It was weird, like not not weird, but it was like. That was the most different out of all the other movies he's made. I feel like Temptation was, um, and I, I guess the ending isn't like the like your favorite. Like, it's one of those like I don't know. It's it's a good one. It's but it's also one of those ones trying to teach you a lesson kind of things. But like kind of all his also all his stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah, Temptation was good too. So I'll say that Temptation, Daddy's Little Girls, um, and then yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mind the, the Medea movies honestly. I think Family Reunion is probably my favorite out of the out of all the ones that came out because that one was just like, that was just like a, like a one to, you know, everybody. There's there's something in there for everybody. I feel like, but I maintain that Temptation and Daddy's Little Girls. That's what I'll say. So, bro, how, how's the engagement going, bro? Engagement is dope, man. Wait, do we even formally? We did not. We did not. You just kind of dropped that on there. Yeah, I did. My it bad. Cool, you wanna? Well, I can. I can redo I'm in, it. I'm engaged. That kind of doesn't, does it kind of doesn't it? I, I don't know. How would we want? Okay, how would you like it to be done? Because all right, no, I, I'm fine. I'm you fine with I'm it. I'm content. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm cool. So, congratulations on the engagement, yeah. first and foremost. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Right. I met your fiance. Yes. Met her a couple of times. Met her a couple of times. You you don't remember, but met her a couple of times. <laughs> You just gonna all right ah! <laughs> on the air. Okay, cool. That's, I'm just kidding, Frederick. That, that that that's fine. Frederick, it's a joke, Frederick. It's 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 fine. Um, nah, bro, you just no. be, you know you be doing your thing, bro, bro. She's you know I mean? she's a very lovely person. 
who is into Star Wars, and that's already a vote in my book. Like there I you told go. you the other night, not night, I told you last week, last weekend, I was like, yeah, bro. She had my respect before. When she said Star Wars, and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool because we was talking about converting you to like a Star Wars. So that we could all rock with Star Wars heavy. That's so wild. Like <laughs> she didn't say nothing when I yeah, said that. Yeah, she didn't. I don't think she realized, but I'm, I rock with Star Wars heavy, like, like heavy, like Mandalorian. I'm, I'm only thing I haven't watched is Clone Wars, like the like the TV series. I feel you. I haven't watched it. That's just that just seems like a lot, a lot to get into right now. Yeah. You know what I mean, I yeah. got a whole like thing. I'm, you know, I'm getting married, so like, there's a lot to like. So, how is that going? Like, how are you? Like, did it? Man. There's a lot of questions, bro. Like, first off, do you feel any different? Do I feel any different? I mean, not really. Like, sometimes I think I forget too. Like, not in like a bad way, but just in like a you kind of decide in your mind and your heart that you're gonna be committed to somebody. Then that kind of then that like is kicked into you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of it hits you and you're there. And like that's the that's the moment you feel things change. But mm. I don't feel like putting a ring on her finger made that change. It was just like it was just like a, this is the symbol of this, mm-hmm. and this is the moment that we're having. But like I don't like I felt like nothing really changed uh, after the fact. Like I just I'm still just as committed to her as I was before, you know. And you know I probably that probably will look different after marriage, right? You know what I mean, but they're definitely not not now. It just feels like you know we have different titles now, um, but same commitments there. So yeah, cool, 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 cool. So when did you? When did you know that she was going to pop the question? Like, when did you decide in your head, like, yeah, no, she the one. Oh, man, honestly, probably, like, yo, two, no no more than two weeks in the dating. Probably no more than two weeks in the dating. I think the reality is that our situation is very unique in the fact that we were, like, really good friends, like, really close friends mm-hmm. for, uh like, four years before we even started dating. And, like, not even, like, like people say, like, good friends, but I mean, like, like, we did life together kind of friends, like, uh, for four years, so it wasn't, um, there wasn't much to figure out, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and a lot of people, like, I feel like there's a, there's a whole, like, mentality behind, like, compatibility, and, like, what fits, and will it work, and this and that, the third, but at the end of the day, like, when it comes down to, like, being committed to somebody for the rest of your life, you just gotta decide if that's the person you're gonna do it with, no matter how hard it becomes, you know, and for me, that was an easy decision, it was like, of course, like, I'm gonna rock with this, rock with her, that I like, I love her. She's a, like my favorite person in the world. And so, um, when it comes down to everything like being difficult or being hard and some of them having these tough moments, like I'm going to pick her and I'm going to pick to choose this relationship and continue to build this every second, every second. So, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't a when I realized that that was the truth for me. Then that was then that was the, the decision. It was like, yo, I'm, I'm going to marry her, you know. So, um, yeah. So I figured that out within, within like the first like two weeks. I just knew, you know, it wasn't even like a hard like a hard sell or a hard like moment of like dang like is this it for real it's just like no nah, like, this is it and i'm happy content you know not even like, you know what I, mean? I was i was happy but like there's that like extreme of like oh my gosh and then there's just that moment of just like being sealed of this like you know what this is this is me now and i'm and i'm grateful for it and i'm and i'm ecstatic and i'm cool like this is this is where I, what, what i'm walking into now so that's dope bro yeah man no it's been cool it's been cool bro engagement is is the the planning process has now been like the thing that's just like it's it's fun, but you also like are learning each other at the same time. It comes like the, to the planning part of things, and so I'm just looking forward to this like premarital counseling and stuff because I really want to get to like, you know, what's the stuff that I'm not seeing? You know, what I mean, not not that I'm not seeing like about her, but what's the stuff that I haven't considered about 
like us going into a marriage that's different from the way we've been friends for the last four years. You know what I mean? Like mm. they're like we have this commitment and how we want to be with each other and stuff like that. But like, what's the what's going to be the stuff that like I haven't even like hasn't crossed my mind because I'm a thinker so I just like to think stuff out so I'm wondering what's the stuff that I haven't seen yet or haven't thought about yet um, I'm looking forward to that counseling to, to, to get that so that's dope you think you're gonna cry at your wedding uh depends depends if if depending on how we do it if I see her before um she comes down the aisle like if we do photos before she comes down the aisle and stuff like that and we do it then probably not but if I don't see her until we get go, like going to the aisle, I probably will. There's a good chance I still will. Um, I'm I've been I've been much of the crier the last couple of months, honestly, just because like I'm super grateful for what Lord has done and like I, I feel that like presence, uh, when like in our relationship and so. But, I don't know. I feel like with a bunch of people around watching, that's gonna feel, that's gonna feel different. Like that's gonna that's not gonna make. I I feel like I'll have a better way of holding in my emotion when I know that there's like a hundred plus people out here watching me in front. Like I'm just going to be thinking about that the whole time. So, or how not to like, they, th- I was in my, my boy's wedding last summer and they were like, remember not to lock your knees up or you pass out, like, or you fall back. And, like that. and I was like, what? And so the whole time we're in that wedding and I'm like sitting there behind, like I'm next, like with my boy, I'm watching the wedding, but I'm also just thinking in my brain, do not pass out. Whatever you do, unbuckle <laughs> those knees and don't pass out. So I probably, when you might have something like that stuck in my brain, but like, you know, it's weird. I think the the weirdest thing is that like you know when people are up there, they have to have eye contact for the longest time, and I'm not the most comfortable with eye contact. Not in like a bad way, but like, but like I just get goofy. Like if I look at you, for, look at like if for too long, I'm gonna start doing weird stuff. So I'm like, man, I don't like. <laughs> I'm not you looking forward to exactly. Oh, I'm not looking forward to. For that. Exactly, I'm not looking forward <laughs> to that. I'm not looking forward to that. Long story short, we're not having a video person because that's just not like I'm like I need that. But yeah, man, like it's just. That's, 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 if I was nervous about anything on the day of the wedding, bro, it'd be that. that <laughs> I'll be standing there in front of her, staring in her eyes for like 30 plus minutes. And I'm just like, and I just start doing some weird stuff. Cause I just can't handle like that kind of like eye con like eye contact. It's like, it's just a lot, bro. Also, like I'm self-conscious. I think like one of my eyes is lower than my other one. So I just be thinking then like, oh, my eyes probably look crazy right now. Like I just started to think too much. So. Oh yeah, man. Bro. So you said, that's interesting that you said like the eye contact is going to be like the toughest thing. Yeah. So that means that you got the vows already on lock, right? When it comes time to write them? What you mean? The vows. I ain't writing real vows. Oh, you're not writing them? No. Um, no. Maybe. If if she wants to, I'd be willing to. But I'm not trying to wear my... I, I would I would rather do them just the two of us, not in front of everybody. Because in my head, I'm just like, I just... I just I, I'm mad sentimental, bro. Somebody gonna laugh at me if I do my voice for everybody. Somebody gonna giggle. No, bro. it's all right, bro. It's everybody that's in your groom party, whoever laughed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're gonna get synced out. That's all. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna handle. Yo, you said you would you would write your own vows though. Yeah, bro. Like man, I you the poet and the wordsmith too. You probably man. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, but bro. see the like like right now, like I can't I can't imagine what I would say, right? Um I just know that this is gonna be dope, cause it's like, bro, like you said, like I I do poetry and stuff, so like just having some time to sit down and write everything. Now here's the thing, cause I don't know if you're allowed to do this or is this traditional at the wedding. Like one person does vows and the other person don't do vows. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Cause if both of us have to do them, I would much rather 
it'd be her call. Like, if she's not comfortable with writing vows, like, all right, cool. Then I'll just do, you know what I'm saying, what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? Just do it in private so that way ain't no pressure, ain't none of that other stuff. You know what I mean? But, like, as far as crying and all that, bro, like, I don't care, bro. Y'all came to see me in my wedding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what you see is what you get. You know what, what I mean? What you see. What you so, get. So, that's I, a fact. I feel that. I ain't just trying to cry in front of 100, 100, 100 plus people. That's still. Bro, I don't look, man. I bear my soul out with my poetry, bro. I don't care. I've 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 performed it, you know what I'm saying, like in the feelings and everything, bro. Like, and that's just stuff that's maybe what I'm feeling at the moment, or stuff that I've overcome, or even it could just be some stuff that I just made up. Yeah. And that's that. Now we're talking about some stuff that's like real, a hundred percent real. What I feel in the moment, what I've been feeling for years, everything cultivating to this moment. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? So like, I I got I got a good feeling that I'll I'll, I'll cry, and I'm cool with that. Alright, fair enough. Bruh, weddings are funny because like guest lists are interesting things, bro. They're 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 like a they're a, a, a delicate balance. I've got mad people already lined up saying, Yo, I can't wait to come to your wedding and I'm just be looking at them like, You think you coming? That's so that's so tough though. <laughs> that's so tough. That's the the crazy thing is is like it's like we didn't really post something on social media that we got that we right. got engaged, right? So when I run into people I haven't seen in a minute, I'm like, oh, well, like, I probably just, like, that's how my life's going. Either don't tell you right now, that seems kind of weird, or I tell you right now. And then, mm-hmm. once I tell you, though, and I told you and I didn't tell social media, I feel like there's certain things to people that make them feel like, oh, they're on the inside. Therefore, they might feel like they might be entitled to an to a invitation, which mm-hmm. I don't blame them for maybe getting that mixed up, but I feel like there are certain people not going they're like they're like thinking they're gonna get invited that might not get invited also i'm terrified that i'm gonna forget somebody i'm terrified that i'm gonna get to my day and realize that i miss somebody who's so close to me that i just forgot about them like this is like, just like they're just like my dog and i haven't seen them in a minute but i just like totally forgot to invite them and i'm like man that that's, would hurt that but yeah but that's that's fair though it's like you know, like said like putting up guest lists and everything bro like it's something is bound to slip through the cracks yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. like and then also you got to understand like the whole wedding list thing, bro. Like that's a that's that's a two person job. That's you and your fiance, your wife to be. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like so, and that gets real crazy if it's somebody that you want to invite and she's just like, yeah, no. Yeah, mm. I I don't think that'll happen. Just because like she's she's real nice. So if there's only somebody <laughs> on that list and she don't want to be there, they probably don't deserve to be there. And I'm too nice. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm yeah. even like so if she's nice. I'm way too nice. So like that's a that's that's probably like. I, if she said somebody shouldn't just show up, I'd be like, "Yeah, you're right. You're probably right. Yeah. I'm, I'm just too nice." Um, yeah, man. Yo, the real thing. I have so she's white, mm-hmm. and I am black. I'm chocolate, smooth, smooth. You didn't know, but you 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 didn't you. Blew. I'm sorry, I didn't tell you. No, but like I knew that you weren't white. I just so knew that you were a person sorry, of I color. Didn't tell you, bro. I didn't. But it's cool though, because I loved you regardless of what you I, were. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I like, that, that. like I didn't care. I appreciate that. But it's good to know that you black. That's real. Man. That's real. This is cool. I'm glad we had this moment. I'm glad, too. Darius should have been here for this. I'm, did Darius know? I don't think I did. I don't think Darius. Dang. So he's going to so gonna watch this and be like, what? Shocked. Shocked. Flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. You should have been here, bro. It's cool, though. It's cool. It's cool. Go ahead. Continue, my brother. Continue. Anyway. Um... The biggest thing attention with me, like if I like for like the wedding is like how do we do 
the music and the dancing, bro. Cause she not, cause she don't just know like white people. Like she know like white people. And if you hear this, just know it's all love. But you are what you are. Mm. White miracle whip white mm. people. Okay, <laughs> talking, talking. You know what I mean? And so I'm looking at it like, yo, how, how is this playlist gonna play out, bro? Well, how she get down? Like, what's her musical taste? You, bro, like she, like, Taylor Swift. That's it. Adele, you know, like I don't, I don't know. You would think I, you would think I, you think I would know more about that, especially since me as a musician and stuff like that. But like, we don't really talk about it that much. She she'll listen to anything I send her, but like, I'm, she never sent me something and I've been like, oh, that's dope. You know what I mean? She just like, you know, she's, you know, you know what it really is. You know what it really is though. She likes, she likes books. She likes audio books and stuff like that. Right. She's not really listening to music like I do. Right. You know, she likes music. Loves music. Like I said, she loves music, but just, just. Books, audiobooks is like her, like she loves reading and stuff like that. So, like, that's just more of her her bag. And so, if you ask me what kind of books she like reading, I can tell you that for facts. I can tell you, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's about it. I can tell you what kind of book she likes. I, I can tell you what she just read because I don't like that. But, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the point is that, like, I, like that's why I don't know what kind of music taste she got. But, like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, brother, the, 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 the age range is everywhere for people mm-hmm. who want to come to this wedding. Um, and the race, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, you know what I mean? It's like, it's going to look like a whole, like, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know, bro. Like, I like I said, I would definitely try to figure out or ask her, like, yo, like, what music do you listen to? Like yeah. I said, at the end of the day, it's all wedding, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, it's gonna be people there that may not know what artist or song it is. They might not even want to get up and dance because they're not feeling the vibe that y'all got. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's y'all. Like, if y'all want it, and I'm gonna t- take this with a grain of salt, right? Yeah. If y'all wanted to play R. Kelly, right? Like like any other like step in the name of love or Why'd like you what do that? I, bro I don't know you could have picked so many different artists different different songs you had to go with that one I'm just saying you're so okay messy. you're so messy F- like if y'all decided y'all wanted to play that right the what I'm trying to get at it's y'all when yeah everybody right. can have an opinion but at right. the end of the day we came here to celebrate the union of y'all so if that's what y'all want to play not R Kelly but whatever y'all want to play you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like two step. If y'all want to play that on repeat by DJ Unk for like three hours, DJ Unk, bro. <laughs> DJ Unk, bro. I was you know you know the song that's really that's really on my mind that I'm like that I'm like, do we play this? Swag sir. I'm like, there's gonna be so many people in that crowd that don't know what's going on. I have no idea what's going on. I tell you what though, it's gonna be hella black people rushing to the stage, bro. Rush to the flow. That's facts. Man, bruh. and they're gonna be like, "What is going on?" That's but gonna be the, hilarious. But it'll, but it'll be a moment, bro. It would be. It would be a moment. Like that's when you need to have like a, a, a like the, the whoever's taking pictures to just like be in the back, just right look there. at everybody, right? Yeah. Like that's gonna be a wild scene. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be, be dope. Also, I just wanted to play the fir- play the first part in the drop, and that's it. Yeah. I wanted to play like yeah. I don't want I don't want to get in the verse. I just wanted to just, just yeah. like, go into something. The first else. the first thirty forty five seconds. That's it. That's it. And then we all just go I back to where we pretend like we all know the verses. We no, know. we don't. We know. We don't know. We don't. We don't know. We don't know. So, tell me one word. I don't. You don't. Because I, I we don't know. I, I, I'm glad. Because I was feeling like, I'm like, there's no way anybody else knows the, the verses. But no, no one cares. I, Just swagging and circling. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Which I don't know if we talked about this already, but that song lasted way longer than I thought it would. I hope they're getting paid, bro. I hope they're getting paid, too. They probably not. Probably not. They probably not. But 
I hope they. I hope so, man. No, you know what's crazy is that Lupe was on Twitter like a couple weeks ago, Ooh. and he said that he don't get no money for daydreaming with Jill Scott. Actually, that makes sense though. That kind of makes sense because it's like sample, it's sample heavy. Yeah. And the more sample heavy, the more sample the song is, the less likely an artist gets money off of it. But but that's crazy though. I think I think he said it had more to do with the studio than it did the sample clearances and everything else. So okay, so maybe that's fair, but it also wasn't like he was gonna make a lot of change off it either. So yeah, like, yeah. You know? you know what I'm saying? And like, I don't know, bro. Like as an artist, man. Like as a rapper or a singer or something. Like yeah. I would think that'd be tough. Like you make a really great song that like lives. Yeah. And you can't make a dime for it. Yeah, I feel that. But I also, like, I don't know, man. Like, I've realized that for for me, as I was thinking about my artistic journey and stuff like that, I'm like, samples are a really great way to tap into something that's historic and, like, and like, and like bring, a, bring a, an essence from something previous into something new and breathe life into it. That's a beautiful experience. But you find that, like, a lot of artists who do that, they're, they're most of the publishing for the song ends up going to the artists who did the original idea and i'm okay with that i feel like what i would what i would think of is think about it is this is like you're creating this moment for people to come out and experience that song right right so i would just i would just like plan on performing the song because any artists make more money off of touring anyway yeah. than they make off anything else yeah, yeah, yeah. so i'm like if i'm if i'm sitting in, if i get signed to a major label i'm not worried about i'm not gonna be worried about like sample clearances and how much i'm making off of each record all the time, like you. Of course, you want that, like that. But like, right. I'm not gonna be thinking about that the whole entire time. I'm thinking about making the best art that I possibly can, so that when I go out, it's just we can just play it, and everybody's gonna turn up for it, right? Right. Because then, if there's classics, every time you show out, every time you show up, you can play it again, and, and that's just more people coming to your shows, and so it comes to your shows. And so I do, I do. The more I say, it, the more I do realize that the argument behind having like you know, um, getting more off the record, but there is something to be said about the fact that 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 you're really making bread off of the, the touring, the shows. And people only gonna show up to your shows unless your music is dope. Your music is dope. So that's, that's fair. You know, that's fair. What was the first song you heard that had a sample of an original song that you heard back when you was a kid? I hope that makes sense. Like, like, oh, like, like recently maybe. Like I heard like a song I heard now that is a, a sample of a song I heard. As a kid, like, was does the song I heard as a kid was it like a pop song when I was a kid, or was it like something that I heard because my parents was in the oldies? No, no, it was like a pop song from a rapper or a pop artist, whatever. But it was original; it wasn't sampled. And now I've heard a sample version of it now. Yes. The first thing that comes to mind is when Tory Lanez was doing those tapes. I forgot, mm. but he did those, and he was sampling like everybody's like like stuff from back in like the two thousands. Yeah. Um, those are those are fire. Like he did the I'm Sprung joint. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. That was so. That was fire. So that's the first one I could think of. That's the first one. Yeah, that's really the, the one I'm thinking of right now. That like something that came out when I was younger. That's now being sampled and stuff. The one I heard, um, and it made me feel real old. I remember listening to it in the car. Is uh, Kevin Little, Turn Me On, but Chris Brown like remixed it or whatnot. Okay. And, like, it's the same song, but, of course, like, he sampled it, whatever, remixed it, whatever the case may be. And I was just like, why does this sound so familiar? And I thought about it, I'm like, oh, it's that song. And it's crazy because I hated that song when I was a kid. Okay. <laughs> Don't know why. But you like the new song. 
Not really. Okay, but you just recognize it? Okay. Yeah, 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 I recognize it. I got you. And it gave okay. me more appreciation for, like, the original song. And yeah. I was like, now I know how my parents felt. Oh, that's, that's what's his face. Can I get you a sample? And I'm just looking yeah. like, and I'm just like, mom, <laughs> I don't care who he's sampling. This is fire right now. Yeah. The song I realized that, 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 that was actually like, it was called, it's remember music soul child's half crazy. I think so. And my mind's going half crazy. Cause I can't leave you alone. That yeah. one. It's lucky day did a song called over and he samples that. It's fire. Like, I love Lucky Day. I think Lucky Day is fire. But that's one of those ones where, like, oh, I grew up hearing that song all the time. And like, that's a classic. That's just like, Half Crazy is a classic. Music Soul Child is that guy. Yeah. But, but Lucky Day sampled that for the song over. It's, it's just fire. Like, so, yeah, that'll be, that'll be, the, be the ones. I remember when I first heard, um, what was it? Touch the Sky. And yeah. then I heard, and then I heard, um, uh, Move on up by Curtis Mayfield, and it was like, "Oh, this is an art. Like, this is what he's doing is an art." Because Lady mm-hmm. Registration came out, I was like, "I was like, I feel like I was like maybe like eleven or twelve when Lady Registration came out or something like that." But hearing the hearing the original song after hearing Kanye's was just like, "Oh, there's a real art to like this thing because he's not just like taking this this song and chopping it up and doing it over and over again. He's also adding elements into it to like because when you hear the horns on like." On on move on up with Curtis Mayfield, it's it's nice, right? But it's not as booming as when you hear it on on late registration because it sounds like he just layered the heck out of it with other stuff, and it's just like fuck, fuck, and you hear that you're just like I got set, you just get hype, and so anytime I I just that's one of my like like favorites like I think of a sample that was taken, um, but Kanye's a goat at that. He did uh, distant lover by Marvin Gaye. He turned it into spaceships for for uh for um, college dropout. college dropout, and that was fire because I hadn't heard and I heard Distant Lover for the first time like four, four months ago I hadn't heard that sample I just I mean you just tell us a sample yeah. I never heard it but I heard was in the I was in the Verizon store getting a new phone and I was just like yo that was that Kanye sample wow that was smooth the way he did that and uh, and, and the cr- crazy part is that that was like the that, that Distant Lover part like that's the only time he says that line in the song and he just chops that that line right there and uses it over and over you know I don't know it's just, it's just like it's just like a Cool, because sometimes you find that they like they'll sample the chorus or something like that that's pretty consistent. Mm. And it was just like this one time he did the every night, every night. Like it's the only time he did that in the song. But Kanye heard that and was like, yeah, need that. So I love love samples. Man, I don't know, man. Not this year. Definitely next year. I got a lot on my plate this year. I don't know. I like I, I wanna I wanna get more into the music thing, bro. For sure. Cause like how you said like Kanye doing that and just layering it and and just making magic with it that seems like fun. Just I would say this, bro. If you want to get more into music, then just start listening to more music and analytically, and in, in a way to like just listen to it and like just like try to try to hear patterns. I think you want to get back to like writing and actually like performing and stuff like that, right? Like yeah. like really like one of the things I did I did like straight out of high school as I took a lot of time off of making music and just spent time like studying it and just being like, what is they doing here? What are they doing here? But the more you do that, the more you find a love for it, and then the more the drive will kick to be like, oh, I'm going to make something. You know what I mean? Like, that's just part of the game. And so, um, yeah, I would definitely say do that, cause, especially with Kanye, because Kanye stuff is crazy. Freaking Kanye just popped off with this last song he just dropped. I texted you during a week about it. Yeah. He did that song with a game called Easy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 
this man was talking. <laughs> this man was talking. And uh, I think I'm mad because the beginning of it, he even starts talking about how like, he's like, I'm going to let my pride win on this one. He's like, he's like, he's like, I could, I could be right. I could be sanctified in this moment, but I'm going to let my pride win. And I'm just going to talk my stuff for a little bit. Yeah. I was like, I was like, that's, that's low key wild. Like, but also like, we've all been there before. So people are always going to be like, well, Kanye don't represent this. Kanye don't do, you know I mean? I'm just like, well, like, like everybody on their own journey. You know what I'm saying? He mm. just has, happens to have to do it in front of a, like a, like 500, like, like billions in front of billions of people, yeah, right? Yeah. So that's a, that's an unfortunate reality for him. But Facebook, we all stumble, we all figure out stuff in a different way or go a different route. How we go about getting to where we're going. Mm. Um, but yo, the way he popped off on that verse was just like, wow. Okay, I appreciate. I, I it was one of those moments where also like you appreciate the artist artist's authenticity because he's just was spitting like his truth in that moment, like like he was just spitting his truth in that, in that moment. It was and it was it was. It was brutal, and it was it was it was lovely and beautiful. I loved. Uh, oh man, I was. I, I listened to it like once a day. I'm like, oh, this is. And I, only once a day because I just need to hear it once. I would just be like, Dang. it was and good. It, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. It was good, and and game game was good on that too. I like it's 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 crazy, bro. Because like I said, man, like I, I was listening to it because you had you had told me about it, and I heard that he had put out something, but. I don't rush to go see what Kanye putting out these days, unfortunately. Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? There were times where it was like, Kanye, yo, stop everything. I need to go see what he's doing. Nowadays, like, I just be skeptical. I'll wait to see what the internet reaction is. I'm like, if the internet reaction is mostly good, positive, I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Which I'm going to push on you. You need to go listen to Donda again. You know, I've been meaning to because he said that he's going to do a Donda too. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. All right, listen. Just give it, give it, a, give another shot. Listen to the deluxe, the deluxe version because mm. it's a little bit of a different like makeup on it. But, bro, like, I I remember you saying that about about uh Jesus, and I was like, I listened to Donda a couple months after it came out, and I was just like, nah, this was really like awesome stuff. Like, especially when you get the tracks like Moon, and like, uh, new. I think Make Me New Again or something like that is what it's called. But like. There's just like tracks on there that's just like he's popping, he's popping off and doing something that's like just fire. So yeah, I'm I'm a definitely I'm I'm definitely gonna go back to it. Like right now, like what's heavy in my rotation is the weekend album, the uh, new one. Yeah, is it really that good, bro? Okay, so for the last two, including this one, the last two three weekend albums, my first listen, it has been lackluster okay right um i think that's because of what i listened to it on it first and i listened to it through my headphones right mm-hmm. that's why i listen to it every time on my headphones first but once i actually play it like on some speakers it hits differently and i start to like it the tracks that i didn't like initially the first time through is like all right, well, let's give us another chance because I really like the weekend. You know what I'm saying? So I play it again. I'm just like, okay, I see it now. I see what you're going for. Like, it's like I have to adjust my ears. Like, it's, it's in a way, he's not Kanye, but in a way that every album that he does now, it sounds different. It feels different, just like what Kanye be doing. And... It's dope. It was like right, like this album sounds like it's something like from the eighties. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And it's 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 phenomenal. Like I could go without the whole, you know, like there's like kind of sort of skits in it. 
Not, okay. not like skits, but like, you know, it ain't no singing. It's just, you know, talking or whatever the case may yeah. be. But like, it's really good, bro. And I've been listening to it like at least once a day since it dropped. Okay. I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out. I'm not going to lie. I miss like, I like, sometimes you like it when the artist changes and then sometimes it's just like, huh, I miss what you used to do. Yeah. So that's sometimes how I feel at the weekend because like when I think of songs like The Hills or mm. Wicked Games, yeah. I'm like, this man is in his bag. Yeah, and then yeah. you get to Blinded by the Light, and I'm like, yeah, that's not my bag. Some 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 songs definitely, I I feel like he makes at least one, like, all right, this is for the radio, and like, yeah, sure, those sort of songs you can tell like right off the bat. But I, I understand how you feel because a lot of people like Trilogy Weekend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was on he was on some stuff on that one, and Dirty Diana joint too. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. So like, people like trilogy or if you were around before then three mixtapes he had right. which is the trilogy um and then you know he got the first album that he dropped which a lot of people don't really give that much love to because i guess i don't know i guess he was trying to find himself that's what it feels like okay um and then you jump to the one that you said that you like the one that had the hills on that which is beauty behind the madness you know what i'm saying and then you start seeing him evolve and like his sounds and everything is I guess more poppyish and not as R and B or dark R and B as it once was. Yeah. Which I understand, you know what I mean? Like but artists grow. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you don't like what they grow into or their sound, I should say, how their sound grows along with them. But like I'm here for it. Cause at the end of the day, I want my artists that I care for to be happy. And if they're happy making the content songs they want to make, mm-hmm. I'm happy for them. Yeah. It's like Kid Cudi. Like, Kid Cudi, first three albums, solid. Right? Well, maybe his first two. Okay, so there's Man on the Moon, Man on the Moon 2. What was the third album? Technically, it was, technically I think it was Speed and Bullets of Heaven. Okay, so the first two albums, for me. Well, no, IndyCud? IndyCud was the third one. No, the fourth? It was, it was let's, let's, just, let's just say Speed and Bullets of Heaven never happened, okay? It's definitely the third. So, IndyCud is the third one, and you like that one. Yeah. You like IndyCud. That's all. That's all. I really, my face was making sure that you and, liked it. And, <sighs> do I like it? I, that's been a while since I heard any cut. So I can't. That's bees. That's uh, pretty girls. That's that's um. Is a was that's, that um? Is that a mortal? The one with the immortal. Yeah, 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 yeah. You like that one? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I like I like I like I like any cut. So yeah. So like his first three albums to me is solid. Everything he's released after that has been more or less hit or miss. And if it's a hit. It's definitely an album in which there are at least three or four, maybe five tracks, which I don't rock with. But the rest of the project could be solid. So, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slayer did not, didn't do it for you? It, no, because I listened to it like twice. Okay. And I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm right. I'm just saying at that moment, at that time in my life when I listened to it, like it wasn't hidden. Okay. So, like I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is, Cuddy for me... He's not the same artist that he was when he started because I don't know if he does it now, but I know during the first two albums at least, he was in a really dark place and he was smoking hella weed. Uh And he said he wanted to get sober and stop all of that stuff. And so with that, his music changed, I guess. And it was kind of like, in that moment, I was like, as a fan, it kind of sucks because your music ain't hitting the same. But as a fan that cares about you, make your music, bro. 
express yourself. I'm an artist myself. Express yourself. Everybody not going to rock with it, but the people that do rock with it, going to rock with it. And Man on the Moon 3 wasn't bad. It wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but it wasn't bad. I also give a lot of credit to Cuddy for, uh, for it was a heartbreak. He was one of the writers of the writer yeah. and stuff like that, and that was a dope album. And Welcome to Heartbreak was fire. The mm-hmm. opening track to that album is just mm-hmm. like, and that's all. That's like that's mainly that's mainly him on that one. Um, I think he might even wrote the wrote the song, but but uh, like yeah, like it's fire. So what do you think about Kids See Ghost? Kids See Ghost. I thought it was dope. I think it was like, but it was kind of weird. Like, I think it was overhyped. Like overhyped beginning with or or, or after it came out. Um, before it came out, I think it was overhyped because we all had expectations because we were like, okay, we're we realize what Kanye can do, right? And we know what Kid Cudi can do, and we've heard them both on a track before. And you're gonna give us an EP. I'm not calling it an album. I think it's six tracks. Yeah, so we're gonna call that. So they're gonna come out with an EP. Six tracks, or how many tracks it is? Seven. And we expected it all to be fire because they have not let us down on their previous collabs. And then when you hear it, it's like, I was expecting something else. Interesting. Okay. Honestly, I like, I like, I feel like most of the songs on this, the only songs I, I can't remember what Cutting, Cutting Montage sounds like. And I can't remember what Free Ghost, Ghost Town 2 sounds like. In my head right now, but feel the love was fire. Fire was fire. <laughs> Fourth dimension was crazy. Reborn was was awesome. Kids see ghosts. I thought was dope. So I don't know. Yeah, you. Yeah, because it was definitely like it's them. So it's going. It's going to be purely like hits mm-hmm. only. Um, I still think it was a good project. I think I think it just maybe overhyped because it because it was supposed to be mm. like it should in, in our minds it should have won every award. It should have been the thing, and that's when Kanye was coming out hot too because he came out with uh that was when he produced the Nas album. That was when he produced mm-hmm. he brought out Yay when he put out uh, Kids yeah. Ghost. Pusha T's album. Pusha T's album, yeah, album came out. Yeah, that's around the same time with the Drake brother. The Drake first of all the Pusha T and Drake beef that was awesome. It was. That was awesome because honestly, Drake came out with a fire track with Duppy Freestyle. Duppy Freestyle was cold, and then Push came back, and he won. I love Drake, but Push 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 won. Push went to places that that Drake wouldn't go to. Yeah, that's the reality of the situation. Yeah. That, that's what it was. But man, we talk about like bars. Like Drake was dropping bars. Yeah, Drake was dropping bars, and Push it was just like, I'm just gonna air it all out. Yeah, I'm gonna let the thing I'm let that thing lose. I <laughs> like I respect that mentality because it's just like yo, if we beefing, we beefing, bro. Like yeah. what? Like like it ain't no oh I'm a hold back or ain't nothing off limits. Like no, this is beef. This is hip hop. You know this. You've been in the game for I don't know how long. You study. Yeah. You've been around people. Jay Prince, like everybody, like listen. This is what we do. So yeah. don't act brand new now. But it's just like for one, Drake is more popular, right? Right. So Drake is more popular. Drake is more relevant. So in the eyes of the masses, it's a Drake is making push relevant. Is making this whole beef anyway because you riding the 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 you're riding the uh, the the fame. He's riding the coattails. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of Drake's fame because that's what people like. People like because uh, Daytona when it came out, like. People was like, yo, this is a dope album. But there were also people like, the only reason why your album is selling so much 
his beats were great. And people were expecting to hear some Drake lines from it, so that's why, it, you know, the streams, the clicks, and all this other stuff. Yeah. But it's just like, nah, man, push, 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 pen is nice, bro. Yeah, nah, push is nice. For sure. Push is nice, you know what I mean? Nice. And it's like, I don't know, bro. I don't, because like, as long as beef stay on, 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 on wax, on records, I'm cool with it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Once you start going off of that, and it's like, yo, let's meet in clubs, let's go shoot out and stuff like that, it's like, all right, y'all doing too much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you this. Do you think those two will ever squash it? No, I don't think they need to, though. Because, like, nobody wants to collab for the two of them. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. So, like, that's the only reason why, like, it doesn't matter. Like, you know? Mm, yo, you own or something. Yeah. You own or something. Yeah. Because with Jay-Z and Nas, because we never thought we'd see them squash it. You know what I'm saying? And now Kanye and Drake seemingly squashed it. We like I don't I don't hundred percent believe that. I don't think me neither. Because I think Jay Prince is like, I, bro. Listen, I don't even want to speak the man's name. All right, like it, whatever power that man has, I think that's what it is. It, I think he just sat them both down in the room, and was like, "Y'all gonna stop this BS." And that Possibly. was, and, and then you know what he did. He got up and he left in his Porsche and he drove off somewhere. And both Drake and Ye was just looking at each other like, "Well, I guess this is what it is, huh?" Maybe. I don't know. I think that there's yeah. I don't know. I think yeah, yeah. Drake is almost now known for the dude who's like who like. Because I remember when he was on that one tour and he was just like every person he was ever beefing with, he just kind of like put it all to rest. He and Meek got back together, cool. Mm-hmm. Him and Chris Brown got back together, got back together, cool, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like so, that's just kind of like he. He came out to the weekends show, yep. and they and squashed so, beef. That and it was like we didn't even really know it was a beef. Like we heard rumblings, but we yeah. didn't even know it was a thing until yeah. they said something. So like that was, and they said they was gonna give us an album, bro. We ain't never getting that album. We're not getting that album, and it's okay. No. We already got take care, bro. That's technically that technically was that album, bro. Two enough. Take care was take care was fire. Is and so his, I don't even blame like, album? huh? Is that his best album? Ooh, we getting all over the place now. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Whoa, where ooh, we at? Ooh. Where we at with time? Ooh, ooh, we got time. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Take care is his best album. Take care is his best album because from start to start, start to finish, there's not a single skip on there. Uh, the narrative makes sense actually in the entire album. The closeout with the ride is perfect. Um, that's why that's why I don't even like the deluxe because the deluxe has extra songs on it, and I'm like, no, like the ride was the perfect way to kill this like to finish this album out. Like, oh my gosh, the ride was cold. The whole album was cold, bro. That 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 little interlude with with what's that? Buried buried alive, Kendrick. Yeah, fire. The whole album was 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 fire. Nothing was the same to me. Was really good too, though. It 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 grew on me. I, I didn't I didn't take to it initially. Okay. But it grew on me, so it's not a bad album. Like the only bad album, I would say that is by Drake is Certified Lover Boy, and I'm not even gonna say that that's. I'm not even like when I say it's bad. I mean bad compared to like his other albums. If this was any other artist putting out certified lover boy we'd be like oh that's solid you got a, you got a, you got a future in hip-hop kid you know what i'm saying but since right. it's drake and we're comparing it to the rest of his bodies of work it's like come on bro like we're not expecting no 444 from you but i mean man bro like it's i don't know man i i, I don't know either but i almost feel like it might be better than it might be better than scorpion you know what? It might be. It might be because I forgot all about Scorpion. Yeah, but I say nothing was the same. Was was about uh, like one song away from being just a decent album to me, and the song that changed it for me was too much. Was with Sanfa. 
too much was too, too much, much was, was fire. It was cold, and he was really talking like he was really like it was it was the vulnerable Drake that mm-hmm. that I, that you want to hear. He's just like oh, he just like being honest about his about his feelings and stuff like that, without going too far with it. Like yeah, I'm making it about some girl, and that was yeah. just like it was cool to just hear that he was just like on, like the stuff that he was on. So no, I definitely yeah. figured for that. Uh, yeah, Scorpion for me, um, Scorpion for me, I think was an experiment. You had side A, side B, or whatever. Right. And if he would have just made it, yeah, I take that back. Scorpion was fire. It, Scorpion was kind of fire because he's right. This side, if you look at his side A and side B, the side B was like different. Yeah, side B was mostly R and B joints. Yeah, and like, also here's a, here's an unpopular opinion. Ratchet Happy Birthday was a fire song. <sighs> Ratchet Happy Birthday was incredible. I have to be drunk, somewhere turned up, lit up, in order for me to enjoy Man. that song, bro. I can't. See, and that's and that's the unpopular opinion because everybody else is like, "Ratchet Happy Birthday," so no, bro. Ratchet Happy Birthday is fire. See, mm, bro. Yeah, that beat is fire. He's going. He's, you know what I mean? I think the funny part is that the song that I disliked the most was "Don't Matter to Me" with Michael Jackson, which seems like the song that would be like, "Oh, Drake collab with Michael Jackson, awesome!" It was like, "What did you just do?" I only remember the chorus from that song. Yeah, it because it wasn't good. So, but it's surprising on that because he had a track called Final Fantasy on that album. Yeah, and I was like, "You, you play video games or something? Like, like <laughs> you, like, like, like you know what Final Fantasy is? You're like, like that kind of surprised me. But like, I don't know. Scorpion is, like I said, Scorpion is cool. It's just I would have preferred it to be mashed up like the rest of his albums rather than it being a side A and a side B. Okay, I think that kind of killed it for me because like. I was listening to side A, and after listening to side A, where it's nothing but rap, and then you get to the other side, and then it's like nothing but straight R and B. It's like, well, you already had me in the vibe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like how the the, the tracks and everything is constructed, like the track list and everything constructed. It's like you got me in the vibe already, and now you're bringing me down for this R and B stuff, and it's like, okay, I guess. I don't know. I hear you. It seems more mixtapey to me. Not the sound of it, but like how it's put together. It's it's, it's more mixtape ish. Yeah, I feel that. I get you. Well, yeah, certified love boy. I'm definitely going to give another shot because like I really want to like it because it's been so long since I listened to like new or new ish Drake. You know what I'm saying? Because he fooled me. He fooled me with that laugh not cry later. Because I was like, yo, this album gonna sound nuts. Yeah, that one hurt. That one was like, that one hurt because when that come out came out the gate that strong, mm. you're like, oh, this is about to be because because that reminded me like when God's Plan came out. Yeah, God's Plan came out. Everybody was rocking God's Plan. It was fire. It just was like, oh, and the album that followed that was dope. So yeah, man, I don't know. Like I guess somewhere along it, he was like, yeah, bro, like we're we not going with that sound or like it's just not gonna make the album because he could have. Truth be told, he could have been. He could have used used as a cheat code. To like make the album like gold or platinum before anything else, because that single alone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it would have pushed him. Oh my gosh! Because I played that like every day. Yeah. Because it was just so good, bro. It was just from top to bottom. You know what I'm saying? That's how I also feel about like Money in the Grave, though. Like if you were that on any album, it would have been platinum. Because Money in the Grave was that was that that song too. Um, Was you listening to a Drake Ross album? Absolutely. First of all, Ross is super underrated to me. He, he he's is. He's fire. 
Yes. Also, I forgot what I was going to say earlier because you brought up Lupe. Lupe is probably the most underrated rapper of all time. Yeah. If we could, if I, uh, if we would have never known about Lupe's thoughts and opinions, and we all just only got music from him, <laughs> I think it would have turned out differently. But uh. because he is opinionated, which is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You just, he knows, right? That's the main important thing. He's opinionated and he knows and he's okay with it. Yeah. So, therefore, he can say whatever he wants to say and not care or worry about if it's going to hurt his album sales or if people going to like him or dislike him. Like, he's comfortable, he's cool with that, and I respect that about him. You know what I'm saying? Because there's some people out here to just say whatever and then be shocked. Yeah. Shocked. What was the worst opinion you heard of his that you were like, oh, that's not good? Because I, I don't really know that I'm privy to him outside of music like that. I'm the wrong person to ask, bro. Cause like when people when like when people say opinions, I like to think about what they're saying, and not just take it a hundred percent at face value. Gotcha. Like when he sat up there and said slavery was a choice, I didn't get up uh, in arms. So that's what and you be, did, and, something like that. Yeah, like I, it was like I didn't get up in arms and be like, yeah, slavery wasn't a choice, nigga. They had us in chains and everything else. What he was trying to convey is, is like, yo. Slavery or death, like that's at least that's what I got from it. Gotcha. But see, I had to think about that to get to that. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what that's what I'm saying. So with Lupe, like I'm like I said, like I'm the wrong person to ask. Like I know what really fired it off um, was he criticized Obama because um, I think he either he performed or was supposed to perform at the White House. Like he got invited. Yeah. And I think either he said that there or like shortly after he left or something. Like, he criticized Obama or something, like, everybody. Because, you know, like, around that time, like, Obama was just in the office for barely a couple of months, if that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, every black person in America was like, Obama. Yeah. So, if you said anything against Obama, you're going to have pitchforks at your door. Yeah, that was was the original cancel culture. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, like, so he said that, and, like, people just, you know. They took it from there. It's like, oh, he a coon. He this, that, and the third, and yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, a year or two after Obama was in the office, you know, or sometime during the second term, people were saying, black people were saying, not all, but some were saying the same thing that Lupe was saying, and nobody better than eyelash because they were like, oh, yeah, well, he's no good because he did this, that, and the third, or whatever. I don't know, bro. I wasn't following politics at the time. Yeah, so I can't. Enough, I get you. No, I get you. I just was wondering about the Lupe thing, but, like, yeah, I don't. My my point was just that he's most slept on. Uh, Tetsu and Youth was a great album. Mm-hmm. Uh, he dropped a song called Shoes with Virgil. Um, that was fire. Like he just has like these. This kind of content is dope, and he's one of those rappers that always seems like he never gets the respect he deserves. And I'm like, we should probably be having that conversation. Like the fact, like I would put him in my top ten for sure. Yeah, I just like I I can appreciate a rapper that can make songs. That I could just jam to and vibes would be like, yeah, this is dope, yeah. and I don't, he can switch it up and make me think. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I can listen to it. I'm like, yo, I gotta run that back. You know, I need to go to Rap Genius to see like the lyrics to try to like break down what he said. Like it's like going over my head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I like that. You know what I mean? And that's 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 Lupe and like a, a a nutshell. You know what I'm saying? Um, but no, you're definitely right. He's he's definitely underrated. There's a bunch of rappers that don't get the respect that they deserve but the reason why it is is because they're not doing things 
that the general public want them to do. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like they're a niche. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you like lyrics, lyricism and everything else like that, or a backpack rapper, whatever you want to call it, like, that's a niche. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the main thing would be, like, something poppy, something like Drake or something like that. Like, that's, like, the main sound. That's that's the general audience is looking for. Mm-hmm. So if you can make tracks and stuff like that all day, you in business. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that I think I'm, yeah, I think that's wrapping a nutshell right now. That's fine. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you for joining us for another episode of Reset the Vibe. This is episode sixty, and I know it because last week was fifty nine. Like, we was in the fifties forever, bro. Yeah, bro. Is there forever? It's Ten weeks though. See, I felt like the rest of it went by faster, though. I feel like 40 to 50 went fast. And then we got to 50, so it just stopped. But then again, there was a lot of holiday breaks yeah. and everything in between. And plus, she was out of town, so maybe that's it. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, this is episode 60, Reset the Vibe Podcast. I'm Vash. Cam. Be kind to one another. Take care of one another. As always, ladies and gentlemen, love.